Good afternoon and welcome to the Girls Who Sell Spotlight podcast, where we talk about everything business to business sales. My name is Heidi Solomon Orlick, and I am the founder and CEO of Girls Who Sell. At Girls Who Sell, we are not only committed to closing the gender gap in business to business sales, but to building the largest pipeline of diverse early stage female sales talent. We are more than a company. We are a movement. On today's episode, I'm super excited to introduce you to Kelly Flowers. Kelly has an extensive career in business-to-business sales and is currently serving as Director of America Sales Development at Databricks and is the former board chair of Women in Sales Everywhere, which is also known as WISE, uh, in in San Francisco. Kelly, welcome to the spotlight and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute joy to be here. I'm honored. Uh, I'm I'm so happy because I know we're incredibly aligned in terms of our uh, passion and our mission to get more women in sales. But before we head down that path, why don't you tell us a little bit about your current role and how you got into sales? I would love to. So as you said, I am the director for SDR in America for Databricks. And we have uh, sales development in Amer and EMEA and APJ, and it's a fantastic organization. We currently are about 75 SDRs strong and looking to grow quite a bit in the next couple of years. I have an amazing group of managers and program managers, co-managers. So it's a phenomenal place to be. I love this space. I recently came back to sales development from being in customer success and enterprise renewals uh, prior to this. And uh, to, to get into how I got into sales and then how I came back, I very much intentionally wanted to make this move. And so when I graduated college, I thought for sure I'd go be a foreign diplomat and travel the world. And then I quickly realized how important it was to make money and support myself. (laughs) It's this little thing (laughs) called paying the bills. (laughs) Paying the bills. And so I had a friend who told me about this job where you called people all day and you answered inbound calls. I was like, yeah, I think I can do that. I, I love talking to people and helping people. And it was actually at a university here in San Francisco, it was in the admissions department. And so because that was a regulated industry, we could not have quotas, but this program had the best sales onboarding program I've, I've probably been a part of. And it taught me all about discovery, how to understand people's motivations, understand their values, and connect all those dots for them. And I was in San Francisco living in the Bay Area, and I thought this is great, but I really want to be in tech. And so I threw my hat in the ring. Nobody would hire me. I I had never been in SDR. I had never done tech, yet I had this experience. I'd managed teams and knew how to sell. And so my recruiter, uh, I was working with Beth's Recruiting. I said, you know what? I, I think you need to take a couple steps and go be an SDR. So I swallowed my pride a little bit. And I said, okay, I'm going to restart my career and start as an SDR. And it was the very best decision I've ever made in my career because it was one of those examples where you might take a couple steps back, but holy cow, it launched me many steps forward more than I could have imagined. And so I became an SDR 
at WiseLine, which was a very small startup when I started. And I mean, literally having to spell the name of the company on the phone to prospects. They were like, Wise what? Um, and it was great. It was the best experience because I was with 10 other people who were kind of starting their careers again in sales. And we got to sit next to our CEO every day and get super close to product decisions. And eventually I ended up managing the team in San Francisco. And then I had the amazing opportunity to build out our Latin America sales team and moved, uh, convinced my husband to move to Guadalajara and we wow. moved to our cat and we had a wonderful experience. And then um, I came back and was recruited by New Relic to go over there and run their inbound team. Did that for a while and then moved into customer success. And so what I what I feel really lucky to be able to have in my journey so far is that like bookend experience going all the way from prospect who who is not paying us any anything to a, a paying customer and very much you are selling in in both places. Um, and then this opportunity presented itself to come back to sales development and sales dev feels very much like home to me. So I am very happy to be where I am today. I love your journey and and it's such, a, such a great background. And and yeah, I've, I have found even for myself, sometimes in life, taking two steps back to get five steps forward is, yes. is very good. It's a great learning experience. So um, it's great that you that you did that. So let's talk a little bit about the SDR job. Hard job. Um, not a really tough job. And, and frankly, I think it's the, the backbone and lifeblood of sales because, you know, without the, without the SDR (laughs) and generating leads, um, with qualified prospects, you know, you can't sell. So talk to me a little bit about why that's a good early stage position, right? First, maybe someone listening to this who was like, you know, I'm in college, I'm graduating, I think sales could be a really excellent career. Where do I start? Right. Um, And, you know, is the SDR role, you know, good, you know, a good place to begin. And then, and so let's unpack that first, but then I want to talk to you a little bit more about how you continue to keep people motivated, right? Because it's a hard job. Yes. Yes. Okay. I just got comfy. I'm, I'm getting ready to get into this conversation. Um, so wh- why I think SDR is a great place to start. So when you are coming into the SDR role, what I like to explain to candidates when I'm lucky enough to chat with them is you have exposure to so many different parts of the business that you likely won't get in another type of role. And I'll explain what I mean by that. If you start as an inbound SDR, fielding marketing qualified leads who come in, you have the opportunity to have so many at-bats with customers, with prospects, and they are literally raising their hand and telling you their business problems. And so your ability to ramp on, okay, business acumen, how do companies talk about their business use cases and their problems? How are they looking for a partner to help solve those? You become the sponge and you get so much information that you then you know pass on to to an account executive, and you're helping them try to close a deal. In addition to that, you are exposed to many different functions within a company because SDR it has so many stakeholders: marketing, field marketing, demand generation, customer marketing, sales, um, and so 
you are in this perfect spot. If you are one of those people who's coming in and saying, I think sales might be the right thing, but I want to see what else is out there. You get exposure to all those different parts of the business in a way that, that I never did before Mm -hmm. I was an SDR. And I have, I've worked with people. I've hired people who have come in as SDR and made their way all the way to an enterprise account executive now. And on the flip side, I've seen a lot of people go into customer success marketing because so many of the skills in sales are directly transferable. And it's it's about listening, understanding problems, coming up with a solution, um, and helping somebody get to, to what they need to go do. All of those things are going to work in many different parts of the business. And I, I just can't think of any other role starting off your career where you are able to track your progress as well as you are at sales and truly work on skills that you are going to carry with you to other roles. So when you look at the qualifications for an SDR, mm-hmm. um, what are the some of the key attributes that, that you look for in a potential candidate? Such a good question. Um, and this, this varies slightly by the type of business unit we're hiring for. But across the board, I look at everybody needs to have a really solid foundation of a couple characteristics. Curiosity is one of the biggest pieces. And that's curiosity for what your prospect is talking about, how that company makes money. What are their challenges? What's going on in their business? What are the market trends? Uh, That curiosity shines through when you're talking to your customer and you're asking questions. And that's naturally going to help with the discovery. It comes with talking to your account executive or your manager. And so somebody, what we look for is somebody who comes in with a lot of curiosity and wants to be a learner. Uh, that's a big piece. Coachability is huge. And that's at this point, I guess a buzzword, but gosh, it's a buzzword for a reason. It's so important right. that the people we hire are coachable. We just had a shout out on our Amer Slack channel today, celebrating an SDR who has struggled to, to come in and perform. And the shout out was all focused on the growth he's made, the grit he's put into the role, and now the outcomes that he's seen. Oh, I um, love that. It was amazing because it's, it's, it's so like, motivating you know, too, to know that you have that kind of support from your team. Yes. Yes. And it was great because we talk about this in every interview and this was the perfect example of like, that's what we mean when we say you need to come in and be coachable. And then on the flip side of that is grit. Um, this is, this is a really hard job. Like you said, Heidi, it's the toughest job. You are calling people. You are hoping it's the right person. You might've practiced your pitch. When I was first in SDR, I would take my cell phone. I walk outside on the streets of San Francisco. I pretend to be calling somebody. And really I'd just be practicing my pitch. Um, (laughs) It was like, oh, well, nobody knows I'm not actually talking to anybody and I want to practice. I want to be confident. And so it's, it's a really hard job because you have to have persistence. Um, And I think you need to, there's a lot of rejection, right? So you need to not to take it personal that, you know, I, I always told people, you know, it's not personal, it's just business, right? And so being able to compartmentalize that though is easier said than done for sure. Yeah, it is. I was sitting next to an SDR a couple of days ago in the office and he was hung up on and he got pretty down about it. And I just kind of watched to see, okay, how does he proceed with the rest of the rest of his day? 
and he followed up with the prospect. And sure enough, that prospect actually called him back. And so there's so much rejection in this role. Like you said, it's tough and you, you have to be the type of person who can get the rejection, pick yourself up, keep moving on. Um, and then lastly, the other piece we look for is somebody who's going to elevate their team. Uh, sales is very much a team sport. Even though we might have individual quotas, it takes a full team to make this work. And we are looking for people and uh, want to see people who come on and support their team and the people around them and share their best practices when when they have a win so that we can keep winning together. Yeah, I think that's that is really, really important. So from your perspective, what's the natural career path from SDR up through the organization? Sure. Natural career path, AE. Uh, So SDR to account executive. And that's what we see about 75% of the time looking at the SDRs who come in and then matriculate onto AE. That's the most common, you know, most linear. If somebody wants to stay on that linear career path is to move into account executive and then continue climbing up the ranks in the account executive role. But it sounds like, you know, I like what you said earlier, though, is is and what I love about sales is it's not necessarily linear, right? You oh, can sure. go make a stop in uh, marketing and you can make a stop in customer success and then move back to, you know, and then go from SMB sales to enterprise sales. I mean, there's yes. so many different routes, right? So many. It's uh, I think Cheryl Sandberg said this, you know, look at your career like a jump, a jungle gym versus a ladder. And that's why I think SDR is the best jumping off point because you can, if you want, you can go linear and you can go the AE path, um, but you can also go all over the place. And I'm a good example of that. I started in one place, moved to sales, went to customer success, went to renewals, and now I'm back. And uh, linear is not not the way it needs to be. Yeah. And, and I think that's why you know, research has shown that uh, sales is really the gateway to the C-suite. So um, to your point, it's the best way to learn the company. And yes. I think it's, I think 20%, I think the numbers, and I may have them wrong, a little bit wrong, but that 20% of women who are in C-level executive positions today have come up through sales and it's only second to finance. It's second finance. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Um, But I I think it is a tribute with how much do you have to learn because in what other position do you have to actually know every single part of the organization so that you can create solutions that are going to be able to impact your customer's business. And you get to understand your customers. Yep. Yes. And that's huge. huge. Yes. That, That immediately just deepens that connection you have within your company if you can understand your customers and and how they tick because everything is everything is fueled by revenue right and that's just how it is you you have to sell more business in order to stay open and if you can understand how your customers use the product so that the company can still continue making revenue it's just a huge differentiator yeah i i agree so we we talked about it being hard though, yeah. and that there's a lot of rejection and that you, um, you know, can't personalize that. But what about keeping your SDRs motivated when they are facing that 
rejection or they do have a bad call or a bad day or a bad month. And it happens to all of us. Um, So, you know, what, what, what are some, some tricks or tools um, Mm -hmm. or best practices that you can share to assure that you can keep your, your team on track? Yeah, it's, um, it's real. It's very real in this job. And that's the highs and lows of sales. So I think first and foremost, it's having a team of leaders who are constantly engaging and opening the door for communication. Um, That is going to increase the engagement of the SDRs across the board. And especially nowadays, you know, in COVID, when we're all working alone, it's so easy to suffer in silence in front of your own computer. And, you know, you're like, wow, I just got hung up on and there's nobody here to pick me back up. And so what I really try to focus on is engagement in the organization, because that is going to just increase the uh, jokes on Slack, right? Or like somebody posting on Slack, hey, I just got hung up on, or holy cow, look at this email I just received from a prospect. Or I just got an appointment, right? Exactly. Which starts to motivate other people as well. You celebrate the highs, you celebrate the low, you acknowledge the lows. And that that's kind of the baseline that has to be there. Um, and then the other, the other stuff is all the, all the fun stuff. Um, spiffs, spiffs are so important. And there's so many ways to make them really fun and silly. We just had one where like the team with the lowest calls or something, the manager had to do record themselves doing karaoke <laughs> and it was ridiculous and embarrassing. And they had to post it in Slack. Um, and so there are fun ways to get people engaged and to, to keep them, them focused on the name of the game, which for us is a quarter long and we're trying to build pipeline. Um, and then the other piece is as, as leaders, if there are any you know leaders listening to this call, you have to know what motivates your team. You have to, uh, why are they here? Why do they come to work every day? What do they want out of this? And you've got to constantly be tying this, you know, back to the, the person's motivation um, and then as much as we can, we try to get together and do events. Although we have done some really cool virtual events, it's like Airbnb has these awesome experiences where we've done taco making classes with chefs who are literally in Mexico and, you know, we're zooming with each other. We've done mezcal tastings. We've done improv classes together. Um, and it's so fun. Improv classes Makes me a little. That sounds really cool. Actually, you'll have to uh, offline. You'll have to give me some. some I would love to information on that. Sounds amazing. Yep, I would love to. So you know, those are some fun things. I think that when I used to, when asked like, "How do you keep people motivated?" It was like, "Oh, let's throw all this money in spiffs and do all these cool events," and that's important. But day in, day out, throughout the day. It's about creating a culture of engagement and communication where, where you can share the highs and share the lows. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100% and feeling heard, right? Like some days yes. it's just going to be a bad day. And, you know, understanding what's going on with your team yeah. uh, or with that individual, you know, having that kind of relationship that says, you know, hey, you're having a bad day, you know, is everything okay at home? Right. Or is there anything in, and, and, um, or, you know, just an off day sales is, is it's hard. Right. And, and it does, at least for me, I can say that 
um, my mood or what's going on in my life definitely can have a direct impact on my my daily performance, you know, and I think in an SDR role in particular really can have uh, an impact positive or negative, right? So I think as a leader, it's really important to to know your people on an individual basis yep. and, and that they feel heard. I mean, would you agree with that? I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about women and, let's do it. and, and SDR. So okay. um, some of the best women I know, you know, uh, right. are killing it, you know, at SDR positions, well, and just in sales in general. So what are you doing to, you know, you have 75 SDRs. Are you yep. satisfied with the diversity on your team? Or is that an area where you feel like there could have some improvement? And, um, you know, and what are you doing, you know, to attract, um, in particular, female sales talent um, into the SDR role? Yes. Oh, I love these questions. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not 100% satisfied now with the the makeup of the the team right now. And we, we talk about it all the time. How do we attract diverse candidates and diverse candidates of um, socioeconomic background? Any type of diverse candidate is what we want. It has shown, I mean, studies shown that your teams are more successful if you have diverse candidates. And so it is extremely important. It's something we track all the time, not only people who are bringing in, but also promoting out. And a couple quarters ago, we actually promoted five SDRs out of our org into other parts of the business. That's fantastic. And what that meant was we now had a much bigger gap in terms of what we wanted to see of women in our organization. And so we really focused. And every week I meet with my recruiting team and I look at the candidates and I just said, I need more women. And uh, it is a conversation that you have to have early, often, and again. And the again part is so important because you it just has to stay top of mind for everybody who is responsible for bringing in talent, which is pretty much everybody in a company because That's we right. all have you know, connections. Um, so we we are always keeping it top of mind in terms of who we, we bring in. And then the, the second part of your question, what are we doing? So we have a couple different uh, areas that we like to focus on. One, we have a women in sales development group um, in, in Amer. And then as a company, we have a women in sales group as well. And what's super important about those groups is that we are not an echo chamber. And so we need to have our allies in those groups and those Slack channels and the meetings that we have. Otherwise, it's just talking about things that we know are challenges. Um, having allies is, is so incredibly important. And the other thing that we have focused on is focusing on how do we attract female candidates organically into our pipeline? And so one very tangible thing we just did was launch a day in the life of an SDR. And it was a really cool video. We actually had an SDR, her name's Era, uh, either take a picture or a short video of herself every day for 30 days. And it was designed to show, here's what an SDR does every day. And then we compiled the video, put some music on it. It was amazing and put it out there into, into the world. And I was very specific in that we need to have a female SDR who's doing this because we need to show that the face of sales is not just a, uh, 
um, a male's game. Um, anybody can come in and dominate in sales. Yeah, I, I actually love that as a recruiting tool, um, actually, right? Oh, I would love to see that video. So if you've you. got it, send me a link. That would be that would be amazing. And and um yeah, I mean I and and so that's interesting. You have you actually have it's not just a women's ERG, right? It's an actual women in sales support group. Correct. That's so there's amazing. an actual it is. There's there's actual women in sales ERG, and then we kind of did our our own thing for women in sales dev, because there are so many of us and, um, you know, in, in Amer there, we have 75 SDRs and then we have SDRs in EMEA and APJ as well. And we really wanted to make it specific to sales development because yeah. the, the focus is, is different. You know, you have, you have women who are earlier on in their careers or they've made a career change and, um, that that just requires different different conversations and bringing in different people. And then today, again, I just celebrated with our team the top performing SDR in Amer. Uh, her name is Loren Brown, and she has already hit her hit her quota with one month left in the quarter. And it's it's important to keep that front and center too, and just acknowledge, hey, here's our top performing SDR. And you don't have to acknowledge. Oh, and by the way, she's female. Um, but it is keeping it out there and and showing as an example to maybe other SDRs who just joined um, or other people who are looking to join that, oh, wait a second, maybe I shouldn't question this because she's doing it. So can I? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. And I'm just, just a curiosity question. This is nothing to do with women in sales, but just, yeah. um, just curious. Um, does your team, does the SDR team report up through marketing or does it report up through a sales function? Good question. The age old debate, we report into a sales function. Okay. Yep. And um, boy, it goes, and it just goes back to our conversation about, you know, not having a linear career path. Right. But it's every company's different, but I, I sort of view, um, I don't know. I, I actually feel a little differently about that. I sort of use sales, at least sales enablement uh-huh. as a marketing function because they work so collaboratively together to on, you know, what's our multi-channel approach? What's our messaging? What's our, you know, um, but I think the SDR team specifically yeah, is, is more of a sales function. So it's inter- it's it's interesting. Yep. I know. I think we could have a whole other podcast on that. We, we, we definitely, 100%. <laughs> now, I don't want to derail us, but no, but I think that's, that's great. Have you ever tapped into universities um, for, as a recruiting tool for you for SDR positions? You know, not, not formally, um, not, not here anyways. And the reason being is actually because we did not have an inbound SDR team until last August, so three months ago. And so the requirement for our BDR position uh, was a couple of years. And so we just yeah. weren't recruiting people straight out of college. And what, but what about the SDR? Oh, so the SDR position is is new then. It's brand new. Brand yeah, new. Brand new. Um, okay. But that's a perfect, it might perfect. be, and I'm happy to get with you offline on that and talk to you okay. a little bit about it because that's what we're working closely with uh, colleges and, you know, that especially universities that have sales academies or sales training programs. And I'll yes. tell you these, these young 
men and women are rock stars. Yeah. Yes, please. Let's connect on that afterwards. Yeah. All right. Great. So um, how can anything else, you know, we're, gosh, we're at time. That was very, that went really fast. Um, I literally could talk to you all day about all these different topics, but uh, we'll have to, we'll have to book a follow-on meeting, but you know, is there anything specifically that you would like to promote if somebody's listening to this that may be looking for an SDR job? How can they get a hold hold of you? Absolutely. Yes. So find me on LinkedIn, Kelly Flowers. I'm wearing a green dress that I now can no longer wear because it's my LinkedIn dress. <laughs> um, I just, I can't because every time I wear it, somebody's like, oh yeah, that's your picture on LinkedIn. Uh, find me on LinkedIn. Please connect with me. Send me a note if you heard this and you are interested in being in sales or being an SDR or being a leader. I would love to talk to you just as a connection. Um, I'm also hiring and always looking to bring on strong talent. But this is this is a topic near and dear to my heart because sales really changed my my life and my career and my trajectory in terms of what I actually thought was possible for myself. So I am a huge advocate of the the industry, the career, and would love to talk to anybody about it. Oh, thank you so much, Kelly, for your time today. I really appreciate it. And for all your nuggets of wisdom. And um, we will, uh, yeah, let's set up a follow-up. Let's set up a follow-up. Let's do it. Thank you so much for having me, Heidi. You're welcome. Thank you for, for doing this. Great mission.